Welcome, everyone, to the first episode of The Take Podcast. I am your host, Jackson Burleson, and today we are going to be talking about the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl was wild on Sunday. I mean, it was just a great overall game to watch as a fan, and I was on the edge of my seat the entire game. Because, first of all, this postseason has been nuts, and that's your expectations going into this game. Okay, well, here's another crazy game about to happen. And that's exactly what we got. We got a game that came down to the last play once again. And that's crazy how this has probably been the best NFL season I have ever witnessed as a fan. The game itself was not the most entertaining game in the entire postseason. But, I mean, it's the Super Bowl, so it has to be. Um, A lot of things happened in this game that I really wasn't happy about, but one thing I was not happy about was the outcome. I really did not want the Rams to win. I was cheering for the Bengals. Joe Burrow, I love Joe Burrow as a player. Uh, I think what he's doing in his second season in the league is... Never been done before. Never been done. And he was seriously like was in a position to be able to win a Super Bowl. Like in his second season. I mean, most quarterbacks don't even make the playoffs in their second season. Like no one thought the Bengals were even going to make it to this point. I mean, I'm pretty sure the Bengals were projected to have like five wins or something like that. And they were like plus 1,500 to win the Super Bowl. Like crazy odds. Crazy odds. And no one thought that they would be in this position. And in my opinion, it started with the draft. I mean, they clearly need offensive linemen. And they took Jamar Chase, who is a a once-in-a-generation receiver. I mean, in my opinion, I understand why they took him. Because you can't just you can't pass up on a guy like that, you just can't. And even though Penny Sewell probably would have been the better pick, but I mean they got to get better on the offensive line. I mean this pass rush just ate Joe Burrow alive. He got sacked nine or nine times against Tennessee, and then seven times in this game against the Rams. I mean. It's been a the offensive line has been a problem all postseason. It's nothing new. The Bengals know that. The Bengals are hoping that Joe Burrow can get rid of the ball in two point under two seconds or two seconds. I mean, that's the rule. Joe, you gotta get the ball out of your hands in two seconds. Or guess what? Our offensive linemen are gonna get pancaked and you're just gonna get beat to death. Pretty much. And when he got sacked in the fourth quarter, I was a little worried when he started holding onto his knee and he looked in a lot of pain. He limped off the field and was gingerly walking on it, but I think there's a little more I think there's a little more to that injury than people may think. Um, and I'm really concerned because he's already had a lot of knee issues in his NFL career. 
I mean, his rookie year, he tore his ACL and a bunch of other muscles in his knee. And I really want to see this guy be healthy because if they can't get an offensive line around him, he's going to end up like Andrew Luck retiring in the middle of his prime because he can't stay healthy solely because the Bengals do not put an offensive line around him. Now let's see what the Bengals can do during the offseason, but they need to get an offensive line because they already have all the receivers and they have a great running back in Joe Mixon. And from what I understand, their defense looks pretty, pretty elite in my opinion. I mean, in coming into this postseason, I did not think the Bengals defense would perform the way they performed. And they've shown that when the moment matters in these big games, they perform. They're one of the best defenses in the league. The way they were disguising coverages was insane. Like, they're very well coached, clearly. And Zach Taylor is a heck of a coach. I mean, he's a great young mind for this game. He's going to be a coach in this league for a long time. And he's going to keep the Bengals relevant. And if they can keep Joe Burrow healthy at quarterback, then they can be able to make this position all the time consistently. Which I really want to see Joe Burrow back here. But they got to get an offensive line. But I do not think the Bengals will make the Super Bowl next year. It'll take them a couple years to get back here. Because Super Bowl appearances don't come very often. Unless Joe Burrow has an MVP season and tears it up and, you know, they get tremendously better than they already are, then that's a different conversation. But right now, I don't see the Bengals making it out of the AFC next year. I think Buffalo is coming back stronger. Josh Allen is looking to prove that he is the best quarterback in the AFC um, after he lost the Chiefs again. Um, the Chiefs are going to come back stronger. Uh, you got the Chargers with Justin Herbert coming up. They're going to be a very good team. They should make the playoffs. The Raiders got a new coach and Josh McDaniels. They're going to be better. Their defense is still good. They still have a great pass rush. So there's a lot of good teams in the AFC. And the Bengals are one of them. Don't get me wrong. The Bengals are one of the best teams in the AFC. But are they the favorite to win next year? No. I don't think so. But in this game, I was really hoping that they would have a little more luck left. Just just squeeze out one more game to win the Super Bowl because the Bengals were a very fun team to watch and this would be a great story. Young coach, young quarterback. Joe Burrow would have been the first player to win a Heisman, to win a Super Bowl, and to win a national championship in college. He would have been the first quarterback to do so at the number one overall pick. I mean, what he's doing is, what he's already doing in a second season 
is history. He has a lot of career left, and he has to um, get protection. That's their main priority. I know I've said this a couple times, but this is a priority. And they played a very good Rams team in this game. And the Rams were the better team on paper. I mean, people saying before the game, the Rams should blow this team out. Yes, the Rams should blow this team out. Technically, on paper, if you look at their rosters and compare their rosters, the Rams are stacked with stars. They have guys on the defensive side. Aaron Donald, who... People keep saying he should have won Super Bowl MVP. I disagree with that. I mean, I think Cooper Cup was very deserving of it. He had, I mean, he had two touchdowns, two very, the clutch touch, the last touchdown he had was very clutch, and they were forcing him the ball. Like, he wasn't open when they were throwing him that. He was getting open. Like, he was getting those balls. He was getting a touchdown regardless of what kind of coverage they were going to throw at him. But, I mean, Aaron Donald, I get, uh, okay, Aaron Donald was not a factor in the first half. He wasn't really a factor in the third quarter. He was a factor in the fourth quarter at the end of the game. Cooper Cup was a factor the entire way. The MVP has to be a factor the entire game, not just one quarter. And Aaron Donald's a great player, but he's not more deserving of... Super Bowl MVP than Cooper Cup. It's just not it's just not the reality there. But Cooper Cup has had a great season and for him to cap off his the best season of wide receivers ever had with a Super Bowl MVP, that's crazy. Like he led the league in catches. He led the league in receiving yards. And he led the league in receiving touchdowns. And Super Bowl MVP? That's probably the greatest season a wide receiver's ever had. The only player to do that since this year was Jerry Rice in 1990, where he led the league in catches, yards, and touchdowns. That is some legendary stuff there. And let's see if he can keep it up next year. I'll be very curious to see what kind of season he has next year after this year. Because this year will be very hard to be better than. It really will. Um, but the Rams, they had to win this game. If they didn't win this game, everyone would have went nuts. Everyone would have lost their mind. It would have been crazy. And for them to have it as close as it was, I think is... I mean, they still won the Super Bowl, but like they should have dominated. Dominated. The Bengals have the worst offensive line, and the Rams have the best defensive line. The best defensive line versus the worst defensive line. Who do you think wins that matchup? Obviously, the Rams should, but in the first half, they weren't really getting their way. They weren't really getting to Burrow as much as they wanted to. But the Rams did a good job. They... they they kept with the game plan. Although Aaron Donald was getting double teamed all the time, they stuck with it. And even when o- Odell 
went down with that knee injury and they keep saying well he he tore his acl i I really hope i really hope he didn't tear his acl because odell has been great since uh, since coming to the rams i mean he's proving to be a number one receiver once again in this league he's fast his hands have improved so much i didn't realize he had such great hands um and he can he can run the ball. He he can he can run routes. He can run routes very well. And he's hard to cover. And he's a superstar. I mean, if anybody had a question about Odell Beckham Jr. before this game, I think he answered the questions. Now, will he come back better? Who knows after the injury. But I believe Odell Beckham would have been Super Bowl MVP if he didn't get hurt. I believe that. He was on track to have a monster game. He had the first touchdown of the entire game. Like, he was on track to have a monster game. Because in the NFC Championship game and in the divisional round, he had 100 yards receiving in both of those games. Which... It's hard to cover Odell and Cooper Cup, but the Rams went through that and they had to just deal with the receivers they had. Van Jefferson wasn't really stepping up like they anticipated, so they kind of had to force the ball to Cooper Cup at the end of the game to score because they needed to score. I believe that drive at the end of the game in the fourth quarter the Rams had if they didn't score there, that would have been the game. They had to get a touchdown. They had to. And they should have lost. They really should have lost. Those refs screwed the Bengals over so hard. Like, they really did. Like, the holding penalty was terrible. That was a terrible call. But at the same time... Cooper Cup came in the clutch in Odell's absence. And he just took over on the offensive side of the ball. He really did. Um, And I'm really happy to see Matthew Stafford finally get a ring for everything he's went through in Detroit. I mean, I I really am. Because he suffered for so long in a franchise that just always was terrible. No teams... For him to be even competitive. They didn't have one competitive team when he was in Detroit. Um, be, maybe they had one good team with Calvin Johnson, like Nate Burlinson, but like other than those two guys, they didn't really do anything at all. His career in Detroit was oh, I, I feel bad for the guy. He just was losing and he was one of the best quarterbacks in the league still, and they were just losing all the time. And everyone's saying, oh, Matthew Stafford doesn't want to win. Of course, Matthew Stafford wants to win. Every player in the league wants to win. That's everyone's goal. If he could make the Super Bowl in Detroit, he would have. But they just didn't have the talent to really get there. And when Matthew Stafford got traded to the Rams, I was like, man, he's going to... This team has to make the Super Bowl now because he's a game changer. I mean... He just opens up their offense so much. So much. 
And I'm really happy to see him get a ring because in Detroit, they were just so bad. And he's went through a lot of losing in the la- in his in his career. And for him to finally get a postseason win and make it to the Super Bowl, first of all, he didn't have a postseason win in his entire career before this year. And he just said, you know, what? I'm going all the way. I'm not wasting this opportunity because I believe if he did not win this game, he was not going to make it back to the Super Bowl and even have a chance like this ever again. Because Super Bowl appearances don't come all the time. You got to have luck and you got to have a good team. That's just the facts. But the chemistry Cooper Cup and Matthew Stafford have is incredible. They're so in sync with each other. Like Stafford knows exactly where Cup's going to be and Cup knows exactly where Stafford's going to throw. Like that's just the chemistry between two guys who've been on a roster together for one season. That's insane for them to have that much chemistry because Cup said they've spent a lot of time together running routes and you know, you have to establish that chemistry if you want to run a Super Bowl in your first season. New quarterback, Cup is adjusting, Stafford's adjusting to a new team. And, you know, those two guys being able to have the chemistry they've had has really helped the Rams be as successful as they have this year. Because without those two guys, the Rams are not in the position they are. But let's go back. Let's go back to the game here. So fourth quarter, third and goal, the holding call on Logan Wilson. That was an awful call. It, it, that really was. I mean, how in the world can the ref throw that flag? Like, you obviously see he's not grabbing his jersey. His hand is open. That was just perfect defense on the best receiver in the game in Cooper Cup. Before that call, the refs threw one flag. And they missed a face mask call on T. Higgins in the third quarter, which, how do you miss that call? It's very obvious he's grabbing Jalen Ramsey's face mask. So that was basically a touchdown given to the Bengals. And then the flag in the fourth quarter was basically a touchdown given to the Rams because if they don't call that, they're going to be... The Rams are going to be in a fourth and goal situation. And Matthew Stafford is going to fall under the pressure. I guarantee it. If it's fourth and goal on the eight-yard line, that's not easy to score a touchdown in that situation whatsoever. That would have changed the entire game. Now, if they score there or they don't, but it gives the Bengals a better chance to win the game because the Rams have to score. They don't get four chances to score a touchdown. They only get one. And that was the call that really changed the entire game. And when as soon as they made that call, I knew the Bengals weren't going to win this game. I just knew it. And Super Bowl referees are supposed to be the best referees out there. Well, these refs in this game were absolutely terrible. They weren't throwing any flags throughout the entire game, and then they throw three flags 
on the last drive in the red zone against the Bengals. Like, what happened? Like, what happened to letting the guys play? Like, and first of all, they made an awful call. But, I mean, if you want to see a holding call, it's the play after the terrible call they made. It's when Cooper Cup literally gets dragged to the ground the next play. That's a holding call. If you want to see a holding call, that's a holding call. But the call before that, when Logan Wilson was playing perfect defense, that is not a holding. Absolutely not. It's like the refs... It's like the refs handed the Bengals... It's like the refs handed the Rams the Super Bowl trophy. And they just said, you know what, Bengals, you guys... Your luck has ran out. You guys don't get this. We're going to throw a terrible call so the Rams can score here. Like, that's how it feels. And I'm not a fan of either of these teams. But I really felt for the Bengals when that flag was thrown. Because they can't do anything else but play defense. And that's exactly what they were doing. Nothing illegal was transpiring. And that was just... Oh, there's no words to even describe that call. I mean, it was just a tr- it was just so bad. It was so bad. Like, do the referees need glasses because they missed so many calls? And when they made calls, they were not good ones. So they need to get referees who make the correct call. That was so defeating for the Bengals. Now, I was hoping the Bengals could do something when they got the ball, and when Jamar Chase caught the ball on the outside and got a little 15, 20-yard gain, I was like, okay, Bengals Bengals are still in it, which they were. But then Aaron Donald just took over the game, and the rest is history from there. But I really feel for the Bengals, and I really wanted them to win this game. But... It happens. It happens. And I really don't see the Rams or the Bengals back to the Super Bowl next season. I just don't think they're both going to make it. Because the Rams have a lot of free agents they may not be able to keep. And they have no draft picks until 2030. So they can't really bring any young guys. Because um, they traded all in this year. They traded all their draft picks this year to win the Super Bowl. Um, but for the Bengals, they have $48 million in cap space, which is the fourth most cap space. So they can kind of retool or, or add to their roster that they already have. Um, but I don't think the Rams are really going to do anything next year. They're going to have a hard time keeping Odell. I think Von Miller is going to leave. Aaron Donald is in retirement talks. People keep saying retirement like for Aaron Donald, even though he said he's not retiring, but he always teases the idea of retiring. Um, but I really think the Rams are going to be pretty bad in the next couple years. Not next year, not the year after that, but probably three, four seasons from now, they're going to be the worst team in the league because they don't have anybody. Unless they get a big free agent like they have or trade for someone, but they don't really have any draft picks to trade anymore. So they're kind of stuck with everybody they have. Um, 
but that was a great Super Bowl. I loved watching every single second of that game. Um, I mean, there was no other way. There was no better way to cap off the postseason than that. And, of course, you know, L.A. Rams, they were supposed to win. But I really wanted to see the Bengals pull it out. I thought they could. And um, the Bengals will be back. The Bengals will be back. I, I believe that. Um, but yeah, so thank you, um, for anyone listening to the first episode of the podcast. Um, I appreciate you guys listening. Um, if you guys want to stay, uh, tuned into episodes in the future, I post Tuesdays and Thursdays. So make sure to, Hit the follow button on Spotify so you guys don't miss out on any episodes. Um, This is the first episode of The Take, and I'm Jackson signing off. Thank you very much.